first-time listener of this podcast welcome to the omnius podcast i am i guess you could say your host but i am the omnius Rome. if you don't know any of my social media platforms you can follow me on social media on at the omnius Rome, and you can follow me at uh the omnius Rome on tiktok um thinking about changing my tiktok name um uh, just because i want to build something a little diverse and versatile on tiktok um i'm bringing out more of my comedy or a comedic version of myself on there so i want to have a different name on there um but as y'all know me i'm the omnius room you also see my content on youtube at the omnius room watch my some of my youtube videos make sure you subscribe all right, don't forget to subscribe if you do run into my YouTube channel. Anyways, let's get to the topic at hand. So as you saw in the beginning of this uh, podcast, you heard T.R. and Nicole, Real Man. I do not particularly know when this uh, song was put out or made. Um, but from the looks of it, it came out back in 2009. Uh... Nonetheless, I figure I, I put this particular song because this has a lot to do with the topic at hand concerning women uh, being particularly offended by some of these male podcasters. <laughs> uh, at least that's how the narrative is going. And what's going on here is that the narration is that there are women or there are uh, men podcasters out here. Uh, that generally men who create podcasts um, go out of their way to bash and devalue women. And that is just so far from the truth. Because I can name five podcasts off the top of my head. Um, I can name five podcasts off the top of my head that value women. That give productive and functional you know, information. And the only ones that they can name are the ones that they find problematic and that they watch on a continuous and consistent basis just so that they can find something to complain about. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm seeing. Now, granted, some of the videos that I have come across concerning this whole TikTok trend, I'm not going to front. Some of them are funny. Some of them have some validity to it. Um, the creator of the challenge, uh I cannot look up her name at the moment because I'm doing something on my phone. But it starts with the N, uh, Nelly. Um, I do not know. Let me. Actually, I can't look it up on 
anyways, uh, either or, I, I could look it up on my laptop as I'm talking right now. But this woman, she's light-skinned, light-skinned black woman. But yeah, I can't get her name at the moment. But as soon as I'm done with whatever I'm doing on my phone, I will look it up pronto. Alright? <laughs> but she's a beautiful black woman. Beautiful, light-skinned black woman. And she created this challenge of making fun of the Manosphere men who have podcasts. Which I don't pay attention to the Manosphere the manosphere content all like that and the reason for that is because of the narrative the general narrative that they talk about concerning uh how they view black women and also the advice that they give black men on who to choose in terms of dating and procreating um and i have created a video on that you can actually look it up on youtube um i don't quote me on this but i think it says i think the title is my issue with the black manosphere but if you just put in my name the omnius room and then put in black manosphere or just manosphere the video should pop up i made the video somewhere around 2019 so uh it's, it's hard to believe it was almost three years ago i made that video but <laughs> but uh yeah just just check out that video even at that time at 20 i was very insightful on what the movement was about and what they were pushing um, I was somebody that was watching them on a consistent basis because, you know, I'm one of many um, males who have grown up and haven't been given uh, a proper masculine uh, perspective on how to deal with women or how to treat women. Um, if I'm getting manipulated by a woman, you know, what's the what's the move? If a woman tries to talk out of their neck at me, how am I supposed to go about that? You know, so on and so forth. You know, I had to learn this through the internet. And many men, you know, lack the figure in their life, the masculine figure in their life on how to deal with women, how to talk to women, um, how to get women, all this type of stuff. Now, that's not to downplay my father. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of black men who listen to these type of podcast men um, that have fathers in their lives as well. But I, along with probably many other black men, we haven't been giving uh, we haven't been given the proper example of how to deal with a woman when she talks out of her neck. Maybe we have been given the proper example on what to do when a woman talks to you sideways and and, and tries to put their hands on you, and you know we we haven't been given the example. Not to say that they don't have the answer. You know, but maybe their answer and maybe the example that they are putting forth isn't doing us any good. So for me personally, I never seen my dad uh, go back and forth with my mother. That's not to say that my dad is a simp, but my dad in my in his head does not feel that it is necessary and he would not waste any time on going back and forth with a woman, much less his wife. <laughs> Which you can kind of understand that, right? But my thing is, it gets to a point where it's constant, it's consistent to where she keeps talking and she keeps talking. And then, and then she gets another idea, then she keeps talking and she keeps talking. So like, 
there was a time where I would accept that type of behavior from women in high school because, you know, I saw my dad deal with it. I thought that's just how women are. So I'm just like, I don't know what to say and I'm not going to combat it. And I'll never forget I was at a lunch table and a woman was going off on the side of their neck at me, right? But she was trying to be playful, right? And a man sat next to me. He was like, yo, you, you just going to let her talk to you like that? And I shrugged my shoulders because <laughs> I I don't, what am I supposed to say? You know, what was, what was I supposed to do in that moment? Because I wasn't given the proper example on how to deal with a woman if she tries to talk out of her neck at me. I wasn't brought up. Uh, learning how to drone on on other folks and 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 all like I had to learn that on my own. <laughs> all that I had to learn how to drone, how to how to talk back, how to uh, have a combat for women who try to talk out of the net at me. Like I I had to learn that all that on my own. So I, along with other men, probably are going through the same thing. <laughs> so. And it brings me back to another video that I made on YouTube. Uh, and this was a video made by Auburn Preach. And they did a review on the Red Pill community in the Manosphere community. And I did a reaction video to that as well. You can find that on YouTube. But it's a video where they was talking about how the Red Pill community in the Manosphere movement is an outlet in which men are able to express their emotions, to express what they're going through, to learn how to deal with women, to learn how to date. Because when you look on social media, when you when you look at the particular outlets on television, there aren't any massive or mainstream outlets for men. You have the red table. You have uh, the table talk with, with, with uh, who, who was it, Tierra, I believe. Um, and, and Whoopi Goldberg and them. Well, well, well no, those are, those are separate. You have the one with Tierra, I believe that's her name, and then you have the other uh, all woman talk with with Whoopi Goldberg. I forgot what that one was called. Um, but you have consistent and constant outlets for for women. However, there aren't any male table talks <laughs> on social media. Uh, mainstream I should say or especially on television um, there's not an outlet for men to have a voice and to voice their emotions and what they're going through mentally um, the mental psychology of men and what men go through on an everyday basis is I don't want to say it's horrifying but when you really look at it and you study it you know uh, something that showers out Ali even mentioned like for for men to go through this much pain in this society she don't want to know she can't bear to even imagine or, or have the thought process of what a man goes through on an everyday basis and and how he's being treated you know the black man you know it, it's bad enough that we're being targeted for our masculinity it's bad enough we, we get targeted when we express our emotions and, and express how we feel and and part of that is you know, when it comes to these manosphere podcasts and these these men on, on social media that just talk out of their neck about women, a lot of men haven't been given the proper uh the proper herbs, the the mental herbs, the psychological herbs. They haven't been given the aid 
uh, that, that is needed for them to properly and functionally express how they feel. See, instead of a man saying that, you know, I have been treated wrong by women in my life, he's going to go out and say, oh, women are terrible. Women are trash. You can't trust women. You can't you can't trust women. You can't marry women. You can't get together with a woman because a woman is always going to uh, she's always going to be a backbiter. She's always going to stab you in, in behind the back. She's always going to betray you. She's always going to manipulate you. And that's a hurt man. <laughs> That is a man that is is experiencing trauma in his life and he hasn't dealt with that trauma. So he has masqueraded that trauma into a podcast. And now he has a big voice and now he wants to spread that messed up narrative to other men. It's the same thing and vice versa where you have these women out here who will say black men ain't no good. I can't find no good black men everywhere I go, everywhere I look, every uh, people that I went to school with, people I grew up with. There, there ain't no good black man. My father, my grandfather, my brother. And that's trauma. That's trauma. And, and, and what they have done, they have masqueraded that trauma into uh, a, a Twitter account or, or a social media account or, or a YouTube channel. And now they have a big voice and now they feel like because their narrative fits with other messed up women, that is true. But just because the majority of the audience agrees with you and just because a big mass of people are in agreement on one particular narrative does not mean that the narrative is true if you go to a mega church and everybody says Jesus is Lord just because over 20,000 people in one place says that Jesus is Lord does not mean that Jesus is Lord and does not mean that Jesus exists <laughs> so you have to you have to look at this in a, in a bigger light and in a bigger perspective so, I say all of this to, to really break down the dynamic of this, this TikTok trend with these men podcasters, uh, or, or what men podcasts be like. For, for it, well, let's just narrow, narrow it down to what particularly they are talking about. Generally, they are talking about Fresh and Fit. Fresh and Fit, uh, a few weeks ago, and in, in, in approximately for the past six months, have been going through... A lot of things uh, throughout the media, <laughs> uh, from kicking women out to what happened with Albert and Preach, to uh, the copyrights. They was trying to take down accounts from here to there, left and right. Uh, talking about the copyrights and, and copyright strikes and stuff like that. And and now recently they are into the media light because they have said that they don't dabble in the dark and they are not night writers, which is implying that they do not date black women because they have this narrative in their mind or they believe somewhere in their mind that uh, black women or particularly black women in America are loud and ghetto and ratchet and are not compatible to be together with to have sex with to be married to to create children with all that all the above and so what these women have done in response to that, or what this woman did particularly in response to that, is create a movement, um, a TikTok trend, and labeled it how men podcasts be like. Now, it's mistitled. <laughs> this is not how men podcasts are like at all. 
um, for you to even say that or to imply that this is how generally men podcasters are um, shows your level of awareness of male podcasters. I know so many male podcasters that have productive and constructive conversations on their podcast and I listen to them on a weekly basis. So to to imply and to say that that men podcasts be like this is is beyond me. You know, one particular podcast that I that I like to listen to is Peer to Peer podcast and that's what with Playback and Agent in them uh, another podcast that I like to listen to is Poor Man podcast. He has a great podcast um and he has a great channel on YouTube. You should check him out. Um, another podcast that I, that I like to listen to, you know, besides mine, <laughs> um, I can't think of them at the moment. Um, I know eight at the table. That's a, that's a nice podcast, uh, channel where, where they, they, they do stuff and get stuff together and stuff. There's another male podcast. I can't think of them at the moment. Um, I'll probably have to go back into my, my list. But I know other there there are many other male podcast people out there, black men, and these are people that I'm black men that I'm naming. Um, that have that have these platforms where they have constructive conversations, you know, these back and forth conversations concerning matters that that apply to black relationships, black male female relationships. So, all I'm saying is is. This trend here and there is funny, and there are some validities. Uh, there's some validity to it. There's some truths to it, but overall, um, it's misconstrued. You know, this isn't what men podcasts are like. This is what fresh and fit podcasts are like. You know, when when you're dealing with this TikTok trend, these women can't name five podcasters outside of Fresh and Fit or Kevin Samuels concerning the matters of what they are talking about in their videos and that's that's basically who they're targeting they're targeting men like fresh and fit men like kevin samuels men who listen to fresh and fit and or kevin samuels and i don't even know myself <laughs> i don't even know myself of uh any male podcasters uh, that that talk on this level if you've seen the videos on tiktok I don't know any men like that outside of fresh and fit. I don't know any men like that at all. So <laughs> I I know that if I can't, I know that these women can't. Other than fresh and fit, other than Kevin Samuels, I can't I can't name anybody outside of those two names. Granted, on some occasions, Kevin Samuels is misunderstood and they take certain clips from his and they cut certain parts and they, they run with it. You know, they, a whole whole history with Kevin Samuels. They, <laughs> I mean, Kevin Samuels was, was basically the Antichrist or, or, or the second coming of Christ to, to some of these feminists. Like, they were just in fear. Like, they were just... <laughs> they, they, they tried to do everything. They tried to get a, a petition to take down his channel... They tried to say he was gay. He had a man in his bed. Like it, I mean, they they tried to do everything in their power to try and take down Kevin Samuels because of the the narr uh, the narrative and the conversation he was bringing about, and it shifted. There was there's a whole different shift concerning 
uh, relationship issues and, and dating issues now. And, you know, it's being more talked about because of Kevin Samuels. I have my differences with Kevin Samuels. As, as a matter of fact, it makes it a year now uh, where Kevin Samuels was trying to take down my YouTube channel <laughs> because I was sharing some of his content from a uh, Instagram live stream. And I guess it started getting some views and he, he didn't like that. So uh, he copyright striked two of my YouTube channels, uh, two of my YouTube videos, excuse me. Uh, and I, I did not take that too hard, uh, or I didn't take that so lightly. So I, I took that to heart a little bit. I made a video about it. So I have my differences with Kevin Samuels. I'm not a Kevin Samuels person. I don't listen to Kevin Samuels. I didn't listen to Kevin Samuels before he got famous because I knew of him when he, uh, before he got famous and I, I wasn't when he got famous and I'm, I'm still not a Kevin Samuels person, uh, but he do he do have some good points here and there, and whenever he has good points, I always, despite however I personally feel about him, I always think critically upon the basis of whatever he talks about, or uh, whatever comes up and about, and certain topics and certain conversations that he have are valid. You can you can hate him all you want. You can you can say he he doesn't like black women. You can say he, he you can talk about his uh, sexuality and all this type of stuff. But you can't you can't disregard. His argument, you can't disregard the facts. And I feel like that's what part of what this TikTok trend is doing is that it's making it seem like some of the conversations and topics that are being talked about by male podcasters are invalid. And so they'll over exaggerate the the narrative or the notion of who's talking uh, concerning these male podcasters. You know, they, they'll talk about how uh, they're going to talk about the height or they're going to talk about a position at a job. And they're going like when you see some of these TikTok videos that are trending, they're funny, no doubt. Right. But the reason why they're over exaggerating from how I see it is to masquerade and to cover up the actual conversation that needs to be talked about. Right. Because I understand that some of the things that some of these male podcasters in the in the manosphere you know, it's a little overboard. <laughs> it's a little, a little too much, right? And that—that's when I was talking about how some of these men—they're hurt, you know—and and they need to learn how to properly or functionally express their emotions. Nonetheless, there are conversations that need to be had concerning how black women treat black men. There are some conversations that need to be had concerning toxic black women. Right. Women who don't know how to treat a man, don't know how to keep a man, don't know how to talk to a man. There are conversations that we need to have on the basis of the accountability of toxic black women and women who have toxic traits. So that's my basis concerning the whole matters of this whole podcast uh, or this this podcast, TikTok trend, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Um, I'm still not done with what I'm doing on my phone, um, but I will have her name listed in the, uh, description below if you want to know what her TikTok name is. But, uh, until next time, I'm Tyrone. Thank you for watching, uh, or, <laughs> see, I, I'll be doing that outro for YouTube. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Um, make sure you follow me on Spotify if you're listening to this through Spotify. Um, 
make sure that you share this podcast episode with other people if you feel like that this was very constructive and very uh enlightening you know concerning the whole basis and matters at hand uh make sure you follow me on youtube the omnius room make sure you follow me on twitter at the omnius room and make sure you follow me on instagram at the omnius room all right so until next time i'm tyrone and i am